Welcome to Melanated Homeschoology, the podcast where we'll be talking about all things homeschooling and parenting. I'm your host, Alfreya, and today we'll be talking to Navi Rayar of Math Teacher Mom Blog. Now it's time to welcome Navi Rayar to Melanated Homeschoology. Navi is here today to share math encouragement for parents who may not know where to start educating their math scholars or some tips that can help make things much easier and smoother as we go along our journeys in teaching math. So one of the things that I learned is that Navi's philosophy is that all children can learn and that math accessibility is important for all children And I agree with her. So here's a few more things that I found that made me so excited to talk to her today. She's a mom. She taught high school math and she makes math so super simple that just about anybody can teach it. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Elfria, so much for having me. And I know you work so hard to create content and for you to share your platform with me. That really means a lot to me. So thank you for reaching out. So we're going to jump right on in. I do like to break the ice by doing a quick game of what would you rather? Are you down? You want to play? Yes. All right. Yes. Let's go. So would you rather eat the same thing every day or never be able to eat your favorite food again? I'll never be able to eat this. uh, My favorite food again. The same thing would be really hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm a foodie. So I like to eat and That would just. too much. All right. So would you rather be too busy or bored? Oh, too busy for sure. When I'm bored, uh, my husband has to give me things to do. I get really just, I need something to do. So staying busy for sure. All right. And last question, heavy metal or hip hop? Girl, hip hop. I'm from the Bay. Hip hop every day, all day. Let's go. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. All right. All right. That was fun. See, it wasn't so bad. That was my three questions of what would you rather. So now we'll hop into the heart of our chat. You mentioned number sense on your blog. Can you tell me a little bit about what number sense is? Of course. So number sense is really having a strong foundational of knowledge of how numbers are related to each other, uh, being able to compare numbers to each other understanding that seven is closer to three than 15 um, is farther from three. Um, So just really understanding their relationship, how they work together. And if you have a solid number sensor, if you can teach that to your children, that will really help them learn higher level math skills. Perfect. And what would you say to the educator who feels like, well, I don't have a strong background in math. How can I teach my kid if I don't really know math that well? I truly believe, and the research is coming out with this, especially with Joe Bowler, anyone can learn anything at any age. So if you're older and you struggled with math, that doesn't mean you've missed the boat and it's too late. I think that if you sit down and you're going to take the time to learn math with your child, 
you're really role modeling to your child that it's okay to struggle, it's okay to learn together, it's okay to make mistakes. So I think that if, if you're struggling with something and if you work with your child and like, hey, we're gonna learn this together, it's all about your mindset and it's never too late to learn a skill than being able to teach it to your child. I think that's something really special. When I was in school, I was just taught you have to just learn math to pass. But I never really understood the why behind it. And as an adult, I can actually see I do use algebra and I do use percentages and I do use fractions, which I never really imagined that they will be so important to life now. So I'm so glad that you're helping us to teach our little so that they won't have some of those same struggles that a lot of us had when we were growing up. We learned math so differently. Um, it was, here's a few problems, now do 30 of these. And those skills, they don't get you any, anywhere. Um, but being able to apply math in context and really how math is being taught today, I think it's going to build for stronger mathematicians, for really um, allowing students and children to see, like, this is how math is related to our outside world, not just here's 30 problems, do 30 problems of math every night. There's no buy-in for kids. There's no buy-in for parents. Like, why are we doing this? But really making it more applicable to the world around us, that's how we're going to get kids motivated to do more math for us. I agree. I agree. Now, you hinted on anybody at any age can learn. Do you feel that there's an age that's too early for introducing mathematical concepts? I really don't think so. I, I think, you know, um, starting off with shapes, numbers, colors, all of those things. Um, and different kids learn at different rates, and that's okay, too. But I feel like the earlier you do it, and especially if kids, and you do it in a fun way, in a way that's meaningful for the child, if you get that buy-in and they're excited to learn it, there's really no stopping them from learning anything. And so I think as, as long as the activities that you're doing are meaningful and not like, okay, let's sit down, let's do 10 of these problems, now you have to do this, that, that is going to make kids pull away from you. But as long as you're doing meaningful activities with good intention, if they like it, why stop? You know, have them feel that success and that success is going to be what motivates them to learn more. So I don't think, um, I started doing math with my kids really, really early and I feel that it's really helped them. And my children go to public school, but I do a lot of homeschooling in the summer or on the weekends if they need help with something. But I really think it's helping them um, do better in, their, um, in math uh, when they're at school. Right, right. And then when you're little like that, it's amazing what the brain can absorb. So the younger, the better, because once you kind of get older and you start getting the world exposure, it becomes a little bit more challenging to learn some of those concepts that are so important to have cemented by the time you get to that age. So I think early is good, too. I, and the funny thing is my little one, I started even earlier with her because 
she has to do everything big sister does. And so mm-hmm. she wanted to be up in the mix. Mommy, I want to learn that too. I can't be left behind. And so it's kind of interesting that when I started with my older one, I was like, oh, I can't believe she's learning all these things. But with my little one, she wanted to be a part of it so bad just so she could catch up with her big sis. So I think that when kids see that and they see their siblings doing it and the sibling is excited about learning, it can really rub off on the younger siblings too. It's great for parents to allow the older siblings to help teach the younger siblings, because in our house, I try to make sure that my children can explain it to at least three people. They can explain it to a smaller person, to me and to a bigger person. So we don't do a lot of testing in our house, but that's a way that I can assess and make sure that they understand So use those big kids to teach the little ones. (laughs) I really like how you have them do it with three different groups. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. And just being, giving them that chance to be the teacher can build so much confidence in a child. It does. And you can actually learn a lot about their learning styles and their teaching styles by allowing them to teach. That is very cool. All right. So what about um, parents who have children that are not seeming to grasp the concept and they get a little bit discouraged? How are some what are some ways that parents can focus more on the strength of their child rather than the challenge? You know, for some kids, I've learned um, that sitting down to learn math is not what works for them. They would like to stand at a whiteboard and sometimes just that simple act of taking the math and putting it on a vertical surface, sometimes that alone or handing a child an expo marker and say, here, let's do math at a whiteboard or let's go outside. We're going to do it with a chalk. Just doing little changes can create so much engagement for kids. So if your kid doesn't like to sit down and do math at the kitchen table, let's eliminate that. Let's give them some other method that they'd like to use. And I'm, I'm telling you, there's something about giving a kid a marker or chalk or something, just changing Changing the writing uh, utensil, just it makes such a big difference. So try different methods. Maybe they'd like to do math with a, a sibling or a grandparent or someone else if you tend to get a little frustrated or overwhelmed. But just changing little things can make a huge impact. That's awesome advice. I can change the world with my own two hands make a better place with my own two hands make a kind of place oh with my oh with my own two hands with my own with my own two hands with my own with my own two hands What about some tools? Do you have some favorite resources or tools that parents can can use when they teach their kiddos math? You know, I get a lot of my things from the dollar store. I don't want to spend a lot of money on things. And the internet now is just such a great wealth of information. Uh, Pinterest, Instagram, so many activities, but Mm -hmm. I will give myself a shout out. (laughs) I, I want to create resources for parents so that they know they don't have to spend a lot of money on worksheets and things, that they can do simple activities, um, things that they can use that they already have. I use a lot of clothespins, markers, construction paper, things that are accessible. And I think that's part of uh, the battle with math. Sometimes um, some of the activities or things that you can see are a little complicated, but 
in today's world, we don't have a lot of time. So keep everything simple, keep it manageable for yourself because as a parent, we're juggling so many things. So keep, keep everything simple and meaningful. And I think that's more than enough to have students be successful. And another thing is have fun with math because when we say that word math, ooh, it sounds so serious and strict and scary. But when you incorporate music or different things into your teaching, it can make the world of difference. So have fun. <laughs> I really love how you teach division and how you teach division with remainders, making it simple, saying, okay, if you have five divided by three or three divided by five, draw circles and then fill in the circles and then you can find what's left. So I encourage anyone to check out her website and see some of the videos that she's posted because they are actually really, really simple, but so effective. And I, I really appreciate you for that. Thank you. And when I started this journey, um, I, I told myself, I have to be able to teach this in a way so someone who doesn't have a strong foundation in math felt confident enough to, to do this um, for their kids. And so I really just sat down. I'm like, what's the simplest way to do this? Now, there's a lot of different ways to teach things, but I really wanted, and again, my platform is math accessibility for all children. So let's keep it simple. Let's, let's make sure that kids can experience confidence, that parents feel confident enough to do these with their kids so that it's a win for everyone. Okay. And we mentioned earlier about anybody can teach math. So if there's a parent who doesn't have a strong math foundation, do you have any tips for adults that may be wanting to learn math? So definitely you have to believe in yourself first. If you're telling yourself, well, I can't do that. I can't teach math to my kids. You've already lost the battle. You have to believe. And you're, and it's so awesome if your child can see you, hey, I struggle with this, but we're going to learn this together. Um, I think it's such a great thing to role model for your children to persevere through something. Um, I think a lot of parents are afraid. Oh, my kid's going to think I'm not smart. We have to get over that fear. Kids are very forgiving. If you struggle with something and they see you struggling, but they see you persevere, kids are very forgiving. So you have to stop thinking that, oh, I'm not smart enough to teach my kid. You don't need a fancy degree. You don't need a, not a lot of certificates or anything. You can do these things at home with your kid. You just have to, it's got a little bit of that Peter Pan. You just have to believe that you can do it. I agree. I think that was phenomenal. the end of our chat. So is there anything that I didn't mention that you would like to share with our audience? I think really just please get that idea out of your head that you have to be a certain type of person or look a certain way to be a math teacher. That is simply not true. Anyone can teach math. You need to have um, a little bit of knowledge, but don't be afraid of learning that knowledge. Have some confidence in yourself and then I, I really think when your kids see that you're taking the time to do something for them because it's important, I really think that just solidifies that parent-child relationship too. 
my mom or my dad is learning this so I can be better at, better at something, um, I really think that is that is invaluable. Just just knowing that you're devoting so much of your time and energy into their education, I think that's such a powerful thing for kids to see. All righty. And last two questions, we're down to two. Where can our audience connect with you to learn more about how you can help them teach their kid math? Oh, I would love it if uh, they would follow me at Math Teacher Mom blog. That is my Instagram handle. And then my website, www.mathteachermom.com. Um, that's where I'm housing all of my free resources. And then I've linked my Instagram feed to that too, so they can see uh, what's going on on Instagram. All right. And this is the final tip. In five words or less, what would be your advice for any math educator? Five words or less. Be patient and kind. That was awesome. All right. Well, I guess this is the end of our episode. And I will be with you just shortly to give a recap of what we learned today. So thank you so much for joining me today. It has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. All right. I really learned a lot from speaking with Navi. Here are my key takeaways. Math doesn't have to be difficult and everyone can learn. Finally, you don't have to have it all together to teach your child. Sometimes the thing that matters most is your child being able to see you continue to learn and grow. Next week, we'll be talking to Jamia Jones about financial literacy. She's a financial counselor and author of Pennies for Piggy. To see links to content we talked about today and ways that you can connect with us, please check out our website, www.melanatedhomeschoology.com. You've been listening to Melanated Homeschoology Podcast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. To support our show, please like, share, follow us on social media, and leave us a comment or a rating to let us know how we're doing. We hope you will join us next week, same time, same place. Y'all be safe, and we'll talk with you soon.